0: This is the Engineering Career Coach Podcast brought to you by the Engineering Management Institute, where we focus on helping engineers and technical professionals become effective managers and powerful leaders. Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. In today's episode, I talk with Josh Elledge from Up My Influence about how to advance your career by growing your authority, and especially using the internet to do it. This is really important for engineers and technical professionals because we need to be seen as experts in our fields if we want to advance. And Josh gave us a lot of great tips in this interview, and especially related to media. Like the media is powerful, getting on TV, getting in articles, writing columns. I found that to be true in my own career, especially since I've been authoring the ASCE National Careers and Leadership blog. It's opened up a lot of doors for me. So I'm excited to share some of Josh's insights with you. And at the end, he gets into LinkedIn as well and the importance of your LinkedIn profile, which I always love to talk about. And so in the Take Action Today segment, at the end of the show, I'm going to just tell you about something I did recently on my LinkedIn profile that you can probably easily do on yours to make a big impact in regard to your visibility as an expert in the field. All right. But before we jump in here, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. By reminding you to stick around later on in this podcast for my essential career advancement tips, I'll be sharing info on where to find practical advice and the best resources for your licensure exam, including an exclusive 20% discount available only to our listeners. Thanks to our sponsor, PPI. You won't want to miss it. I also want to remind you about our engineering management accelerator online workshop. The feedback that we're getting from engineers that have gone through the program a couple months later, we're following up with them, is really awesome. I got a really nice email the other day from an engineer who he just wrote some really, really interesting takeaways that he's had from this program. And really, that's what we're going for. And one of the things that he said is when it comes to the courses and the lectures you provided, I did find them very beneficial. I actually have some notes from your lectures in my daily to-do list and I read them every day to help me perform better and to remember what was discussed. Some of the highlights of my notes are the following. Remember to build relationships and foster trust with your clients. With my company, 80% of our projects come from repeat business. This is important to us and the growth of our company, so this is on the top of my to-do list. I've also started making sure I build accountability with my team. I do delegate more and I do set expectations with my team. This has allowed me to build a more trusting relationship and not have to worry if the job is getting done and or micromanaging, right? So that's just two lines from an email from one of our past participants of the Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop. Our next session starts June 1st. Still time to enroll by going to engineer2manager.com. Again, that's engineer2manager.com. You can enroll as an individual. If you want to enroll a corporate team, you can do that as well. I hope that we'll have you in the program. All right, so now we're going to get into the interview with Josh Elledge. And before we do that, I'd like to introduce Josh a little more formally so you get to know a little bit more about him. Josh Elledge is a serial entrepreneur who builds the companies he needs most in the world. In 2014, he launched Up My Influence, previously Up End PR, to help entrepreneurs like himself attract the perfect audiences and grow their brands without the crazy costs and contracts associated with traditional PR companies. Josh is never shy in front of an audience. He's a frequent speaker at podcasting and social media conferences, including Social Media Marketing World. He's appeared as an electrifying podcast guest more than 60 times He's a weekly consumer expert on Fox 35 Orlando and News 13, writes a syndicated column for nine newspapers with total readership above 1.1 million readers, and regularly appears on more than 75 TV stations across the country. All told, Josh has appeared in the media more than 2,000 times, and a lot of it is with his first successful company, or one of his first successful companies, SavingsAngel.com, which isn't really main emphasis of this interview, we're talking about building authority, but I just want to mention that because that is how he learned a lot of these things that he's now using. So what I'd like to do now is give you a quote, as I usually do, to bring us into the interview. And this is a quote from Mark McKinnon, and it's very relevant to the topic today. Technology and social media have brought power back to the people. Now I'd like to welcome Josh Elledge from upmyinfluence.com onto the engineering career coach podcast. Josh, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Anthony. So I invited Josh on because Josh has a lot of expertise, knowledge, experience around branding and building your own expertise, which we know that as a technical professional, something that's really important these days. And that's why I invited him on. So Josh, before we dive a bit into some of the details here, Even though I introduced you previously, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your story
1: and how you got to do what you do today, Add Up My Influence? Yeah, absolutely. So professionally, I have a background in internet development, although I did go to school for family science. And before that, I was actually in the U.S. military in the uh, Navy as a Navy journalist. So I had a a long and storied past, and it kind of all came together about 11 years ago when I launched a company using my internet experience focused on kind of family consumer issues, and that was called savingsangel.com. And when I launched that company, I knew that if you want to move ahead, either professionally or as an entrepreneur, as a business, you need exposure. You need people to respect the work that you do, and you need people to just know about you. And I find that the more people that know about the work that you do and the more networking that you do, it tends to lead toward what some people would consider lucky circumstances which is you know something we'll we'll talk about that in this conversation in terms of like how it relates to engineering professionals so savings angel is a consumer website and we provide a lot of education and in order again i knew in order to become successful i needed exposure and so i didn't have any money at the time so instead i just reached out to local radio, local newspapers, local uh, ad magazines, local TV. I had some level of comfort with working with the media. And so that's what I did. I knew that in order for me to succeed, I just had to, to get that experience. So it worked. I went from starting with a local Christian broadcaster, did that for many years, um, started working with Clear Channel. Became iHeartRadio. Started working with a uh, local newspaper, which then turned into a syndicated newspaper column. Started doing local TV, and then that turned into doing syndicated TV. All told, now I've actually been in the media over two thousand times, and I essentially created this persona that that kind of went beyond my own expertise as a subject matter expert or as a professional who's really into consumer education. I created this personality that existed beyond me in the media. And because of that, it blazed a trail for me where people were seeking me out to want to do work with me. Brands, obviously, who would love for me to talk about them, partners, professional opportunities, all because I had worked very, very hard to be visible. So savings angel as a business has actually gone on to create more than $6 million in revenue. And what's really interesting about that is we've actually spent less than $500 in advertising because we just didn't need to. Everything we did was just going out and serving audiences and just, and fulfilling this role where people need a good teacher. And this is something we'll talk about too. (laughs) But it's not so much about being the smartest person on the planet, but it's about do you know a little bit more than the other people in the room? And are you willing to teach them on a particular subject? You know, it's kind of funny, Frank Abagnale from Catch Me If You Can. So he's a, a famous con artist, and that was a Tom Hanks movie in the 90s. But one of the roles that he played was that of a college professor. And someone asked him, I'm like, how are you able to become a college professor? He goes, and he said, you know, essentially it was like, oh, well, that was one of the easiest things that he did because all you really needed to do was just read the chapter before the students and then just teach them what you read. It's kind of funny because I think a lot of us can kind of deal with that imposter syndrome and where we think, well, I do what I do, but I don't know that I'm the best in the world. The reality is you don't have to be. You just have to be competent, and then you have to be willing to serve and give and serve other people.
0: Yeah, and the reason that I wanted to talk to Josh was because you're hearing about the stuff that he did with the company, and he's been in the media so much, and this is something that's really important for engineering and technical professionals, and I think that it gets downplayed or people don't think about it enough, is you can't think that you're just going to go work for a company, do some good work hope to get a couple of raises. I mean, if you want to do that, you can have kind of like that average to good career. But there are so many channels out there today that if you want to really become an expert in your field, companies are going to be reaching out to you. Companies are going to be looking to hire you. And perfect example is my background was in civil engineering. And I was just, I had CNN on the TV the other day uh, looking at stuff going on with infrastructure budgets. And I see that a civil engineer from one of the schools was interviewed. And I said, this guy right here is paving himself as an infrastructure expert in the civil engineering world by doing this. And I think that you need to think that big and maybe you're not going to start on CNN, but there's other channels you can take to start to build up that reputation for yourself, which can really make the opportunities come to you
1: in your career. Yeah, without a question. So Anthony, for example, you decided to write a book, right? Engineer Your Own Success. What gave you the odd? audacity to think that you could write a book. You know, it's obviously you need to overcome some imposter syndrome to do something like that. For me, it was just
0: I had left my engineering career to decide to go into coaching and training for engineers. And I was literally sitting home one day. I had the flu and I was like sitting there just thinking to myself, I've done my seminar so many times. People always really like the content, but I can only reach so many people by going from like city to city here and there. If I had a book that was online and available, I could reach a lot more people. So I literally signed up for a course that day on how to kind of write a book and I just started writing. But it was for that reason, to get out there.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. The second part of my story is about uh, four or five years ago, I started doing pro bono work in my local startup community, helping them increase their authority, their influence, working with the media, that sort of thing. And, you know, over the past four or five years, this is a real thing that comes up quite a bit where people feel like, I guess I'm credentialed, but I just don't feel like I'm a thought leader on the subject. I don't feel like I'm truly like a subject matter expert. And I kind of, you know, wave my hand in the air and I say, you're an expert. I mean, honestly, currently you may not realize this, but you know, more than 99.9% of the population that makes you an expert. Like I said earlier, it's more about are you willing to teach and serve than are you the smartest person on the planet? People don't need the smartest people on the planet. We need really great teachers and we need really great people who have a heart of service. And that's what people are really, really looking for. And so in my case, what ended up happening is I just started teaching for free and people started having success with what I was talking about. And then they actually asked me, they said, well, you know, we are now getting in the media, can we pay you and you could help us on a regular basis? And i okay, I guess <laughs> I'm not opposed to that. And that is what became up my influence. So now we're able to work with hundreds of business owners across the globe and help them all increase their influence and get more exposure because when you build authority, Authority is a currency. And and to the person who's listening to this conversation, let me ask this question. And that is, is that if you had 10 times the industry respect, authority, and influence, what do you think that that would do for you professionally? And I really want you to think about that. Would you be compensated differently? I can tell you for sure you would be compensated differently would you be sought after as a speaker? Probably. You know, would you be invited to work on bigger and more exciting projects? That's quite likely. Promotions, professional promotions, just opportunities to network with extremely influential, influential people in your industry. These are all things that come with increased influence. In today's digital world, We'll talk about some very tactical things on what you can do to build that authority and influence, because, you know, a lot of it is just utilizing today's modern tools.
0: Let's imagine that we have an engineer or technical professional who's looking to build that authority, looking to gain more expertise. Where would they start or what are some recommendations
1: you would make from right from the get go? Let's say you're looking to make a a job change and you share your resume with either a headhunter or with a uh, HR and someone is going to do their due diligence someone is going to say well i wonder how important this person is and imagine that you're working in human resources or you're the hiring manager the you know a potential supervisor what do you imagine they are going to do well obviously they're going to look at your resume but That's kind of the way that we've been doing it for the past hundreds plus years. And today, it kind of goes beyond that. Employers now want to look beyond what's just on the resume. I'm sure, Anthony, you know a lot about this, but it requires that you manage your personal brand off the resume page. So let's talk about some different ways you could do that. Number one would be if you were truly passionate about your profession do you think that you would only make your mark under the umbrella of an employer or would you possibly want to share your passion with the greater world like if you were really really like totally geeking out on civil engineering or engineering of some sort you would find ways to share that and where would you share that well Maybe you would maintain a blog. Maybe you would maintain a website. Maybe you would actually create a commentary and you would publish that on some sort of property that you own, like on your own website or blog or something like that. And people would go and they would learn from you. Maybe that might be a podcast. You could start a podcast because you were really passionate about a very specific niche within your industry. Now, that's We're talking about some more work right there, obviously. You know, kind of the next level would be social media. And social media is probably a very easy place for you to get started to expand your influence and, and your mark as an influencer. Let's talk YouTube, for example. So how hard would it be, let's say that they, uh, the subject of infrastructure within the United States was being debated in uh, DC and there was a bill that was gonna increase funding and you had a point of view on this and it was well thought a point of view and you had an interesting point of view. Could you share that in a video on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. Does it matter that only you know, 40, 50 people watch it? I don't think so. It's nice if thousands and thousands of people watch it, but again, we have some clients that are, they're prominent YouTubers. And when they start on a social media platform, guess how many followers they start with? Like it's none, right? Everyone starts with no followers. So how do you get to a point where then you have like 10, 20, 50, 100,000 followers? Well, you keep doing it and you build, you slowly amass an audience and you get much better at becoming a teacher. You get much better at video. You get much better at posting, whatever it is. And then you just naturally grow out from there. YouTube would be a good place. Facebook is a great place. You could do Facebook lives. You could just create a Facebook group, starting a Facebook group around a particular niche is a really great way to position yourself as a leader of a community. And if you're a leader of a community, then you're just going to be sought after more and more. Twitter is a really, really great place to do this. And I'll say specifically with Twitter, it may not necessarily be the most fun social media platform in the world, but the advantage to Twitter, I'll give you two main advantages to Twitter. Number one is that Twitter is an amazing communications tool to reach out to anybody you want in the planet, particularly those who work in the media. If you have a decent following on Twitter, And if you share good content on Twitter, then journalists are going to respect that. They're going to see that and they are going to want to engage with you. About 90 plus percent of all journalists actively use Twitter. So it's a good place. It's a good social media platform to invest in. And it's just such an immediate social media platform that I think if you do it well, it can really pay off for you. And then I'll finally say LinkedIn and LinkedIn. Should be a no brainer for everybody listening to our conversation right now. If you remember nothing else, remember this you cannot over invest in your LinkedIn profile today. In 2018, you know, LinkedIn, I think, has really hit kind of a, a bit of a renaissance. And what you want to do is more than just have a boring list of places you've worked you really want to spend some time and work on your bio and write your bio as if you are as absolutely big in your industry as you are don't don't overinflate but if you would like to be a subject matter expert then go ahead and refer to yourself as a sought after subject matter expert and you know every time you have a win incorporate that into your language. So if you were quoted in an industry website or industry magazine, go ahead and include that, that you are now sought after as a thought leader, subject matter expert on a particular niche within engineering profession. And then of course, sharing content as well is gonna be huge. It just shows that you're really up to date and that you have a voice in what is happening within your industry.
0: Josh hit a bunch of things there. I think a lot of them are really important, but I think the video is continues to be one of the most critical aspects of really building brand, building your influence, is that ability to connect with people. And the video really helps you to do that. And I know some of you out there might be thinking like, I'm a working engineer. When am I going to do videos? A couple things. Firstly, if you have a decent laptop with a camera, you could do pretty decent videos. And one of the things you can do is you can actually shoot a video and share it right on your LinkedIn profile now I'll give you a few examples of this. One of them would be, and again, I'm kind of using examples from my own career. I focused in civil engineering, and I had real estate developers who were our clients. If I knew that there was a new regulation out that would impact real estate developers, I could do a very quick video just saying, "Hey, I want to let you know about this new environmental regulations. They may affect some of your properties and your zoning issues two minute video posted on LinkedIn." bam, again, you're showing people you have expertise in that field and your clients or prospective clients that watch and start to build this idea of how credible you are. The other thing that I'll say too, following up on what Josh said is Twitter is I think a lot more valuable to engineers than they think. I know for me, I've had a couple of engineering companies contact me for speaking because they said they were following me on Twitter. So engineers, engineering companies, engineering clients are on Twitter. And if you use it effectively with the right hashtags, you can definitely find some audience out there for you. And I also think the other thing that Josh said that I want to drive home is the idea of making it clear whenever you're quoted or you have an article written about you, you're featured in an article, you were interviewed. I recently, not too long ago, started authoring a blog for the American Society of Civil Engineers on their website at their request. And they're a pretty big, pretty prestigious organization. So I immediately put that on all of my social medias, like one of the first things that I'm the ASC careers and leadership author. That's been very helpful for me. I've had quite a few people reach out to me because of that or through those articles. So as Josh said, think about what you could do with more authority and think about some of the things that we're talking about back and forth. They may not all apply to you, but if you use one or two of these ideas, whether it's a video, whether it's your LinkedIn summary, your LinkedIn posts. Anything like that that you can improve is something that's out there right now that you can make better and you can yield more authority and opportunity from. Josh,
1: anything else you want to add on different ways or things people can do? You know, Anthony, one thing that you just said, and just in case anyone missed it, I don't want you to miss it. If you can be the go-to person for a community that perhaps is a little bit outside engineering, for example then you could get so much business from that. So I'll give you an example is, I'm part of a personal finance blogger community. And I joined that community because obviously with Savings Angel, I'm on the consumer side of things. But I really started being known as the guy who knows everything about getting in the media. So this is a community that has over 1,500 people. And now anytime anyone has a question about how to get in the media, or hey, I'm looking to get on TV, who do you know? All of a sudden, like, you know, four, five, six people, just like Josh Ellis, Josh, you know, just like everyone starts tagging me there. And I've gotten some really great business out of that. And so if there is a side industry that you have some familiarity with, get plugged in with them and just be offer to be helpful. And this is really important too. I'll just kind of close with this is that if you have a heart for service, you'll find that growing your authority and influence, uh, particularly if you desire to work with influencers or, or the media, you're going to find it's going to be very, very easy for you. If you're more Machiavellian and all you care about is just yourself and me, 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 and making more money it's a little tougher because people are gonna feel that there's authenticity issues going on. So again, just fall in love with serving people, providing value, and you know it's not gonna happen overnight, but over the course of uh, six months, 12 months, 18 months, a year, a few years, you're gonna find your career trajectory is gonna take off in a way that the guy or gal that's uh, sitting in the cubicle next to you that has no interest in doing this, you're going to be in a completely different realm than they are. And one last thing before
0: I let Josh go here, I just want to say one of the thing about kind of everything we've talked about is I would recommend that you have a conversation too with your HR marketing department for a couple of reasons. One, I mean, if you're out there doing a lot of stuff, you want to make sure that they're okay with it. If it, in case it could cause a problem depending on your company or what you're doing. But secondly, There might be a lot of opportunities for you to leverage their platforms. Like they might have a blog so you can write an article on your company's blog. They might have tools or resources that you could have access to that would help you. So just keep that in mind that they might either have resources that you're not using or you may want to just be sure that your HR person doesn't see you on LinkedIn doing a video saying, how come you're doing that video? Or, you know, just you try to work it out. I think that can work positively for all parties involved. And I think that they'll probably be happy that you're trying to build your brand, and then subsequently the company's brand if you're talking about the services and the market. But I would say just have that conversation. So Josh, before we let you go, tell us where people can find you
1: or tell us about the website. You know, in fact, I've got a really good, one article I'd really love for you to look at would be an article, long-form article that we wrote about how to improve your LinkedIn profile. And you can find that if you go to upmyinfluence.com And then you click on blog and then go back and find that article. If there's one action item I could leave you with, it's, man, spend some more time on your LinkedIn personal profile and make yourself look like an absolute rock star. And you'll be amazed at what things can kind of open up for you. So please take advantage of that and get going on that. It's really going to help you professionally.
0: Once again, thanks to Josh Ellard from Up My Influence for (laughs) visiting with us stick with me. I'm going to come back in the end segment. And I'm going to tell you one thing I did on my LinkedIn profile that really helped that you can try to do as well. Josh, thanks so much.
1: You bet, Anthony. Thank you.
0: Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show, in which I'm going to give you a brief but powerful tip for your LinkedIn profile in terms of building authority. But before I do that, I do want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for this episode, PPI. Engineering Career Advancement starts with licensure. The best place to gather info on licensure and pick from multiple review options is ppi2pass.com. PPI has helped over 4 million engineers pass their licensure exam and become leaders in their fields. Best of all, they have new digital options for exam review that make preparing easier and more exam-like than ever. Visit ppi2pass.com to learn how you can start preparing for your exam right away and take one step closer to career advancement. That's ppi2pass.com. I also have a 20% off promo code available to listeners of this podcast. Use promo code TECC8 on PPI's website for an exclusive 20% discount. Again, that's promo code tecc and the number eight, which stands for the engineering career coach. All right, so you heard Josh Elledge talk a lot about building authority, a very important aspect, in my opinion, of becoming a successful and well-known engineer and technical professional. We have to build authority in our fields. It's very important. And LinkedIn, I think, is one of the easiest ways to do it in addition to speaking in public. right? And of course, getting on media, which is, I think, a little bit more challenging for us to do as engineers, although you never know. When things happen in terms of, unfortunately, failures and engineering failures, they often look for experts to go on on the news. All right, so let's talk LinkedIn for a second. In your LinkedIn profile, there's an opportunity, kind of the summary area on your profile right below the main box with your profile photo, where you can write something short or a couple paragraphs about yourself. And so what I've decided to do with this is a couple of things that have been helpful for me in kind of connecting with the right people. One of them is I ask a question. Are you a highly effective engineering manager? If yes, I commend you. If not, I challenge you and I want to help you. And then I talk a little bit about how I can help them. The other thing that I did that's also been helpful is I was asked to author a careers and leadership blog for the American Society of Civil Engineers, which allows me to inspire thousands of CEs to grow as engineers and individuals. And I give the link to the blog. Again, that shows some authority because I've been asked by ASCE to author this national blog that's now getting thousands and thousands of views. So that's also powerful as well. So doing some things like that in that beginning portion of your profile, maybe just mentioning your expertise, but not just talking about yourself, but how it helps you to add value to other people or how you can add value to the people reading it, right? In this case, it's a free blog. I'm giving them a link to free information that can be valuable to them. So it's not, I'm trying not to make it about me. I'm trying to make it about them. And here's information that you can use. Right, so take a look at your LinkedIn profile again. I want to give you simple takeaways from this podcast that you could walk over to your computer right now and do and have an impact. And I think this is one of them. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and/or questions. Go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org forward slash upmyinfluence, all lowercase, no spaces. There you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during the episode. And don't forget to check out the Engineering Management Accelerator online workshop. The next session starts June 1st. Really excited about it. We're getting some great feedback from participants from the program and how it's really helping them to become better managers and more powerful leaders in their careers. Simply go to engineer2manager.com. Until next time, keep pushing yourself in your career and continue to engineer your own success. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum, giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.